Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. Delighted to have you. We're talking to Andy Rothbone, the author, Rathbone rather, the author of many uh, books on Windows. Andy, you have some time constraint. How how much time do you have with us? Oh, I got a little little longer. Okay, good. We're talking to Carlin. Um, in Carlin, I did do some research, and I found that this is an issue with HP. According to the forums that I found, you can uninstall it without a problem. Having said that, and I don't know how easy it is to get to HP tech support. Uh, I have heard issues about HP tech support in the past. I would certainly ask them that question, but it appears that it's okay to uninstall that and it won't affect anything else on the computer. Well, let, let me just tell you, I turned off the radio so I could come to my computer. I don't even see Windows Media Player on the program, programs that I can uninstall or change. Well, no, you wouldn't want to install Windows Media Player. You're looking for the one that... The, you're talking about that uh, that one program, right? Quick Play. Yeah. So you don't see Quick Play on there. I don't see either on there. And you don't see Windows Media Player. Oh. And you know, Andy, I'm trying to remember. Can you actually uninstall Windows Media Player? Uh, yeah, you can. That's one of the things they had to do to uh, for the European Union suit or whatever. What you need to do is go to the default programs under the um, Start menu, and then you can choose which which program you want to play. Um, Actually, it's possible they left Media Player out and, and put Quick Play in there instead. No, well, Media One is on my... Yeah, I went to the uninstalled program. And uh, let me go to And you don't see it there, huh? But she could always download Media Player from uh, Microsoft itself. Right. Well, you know, I, I did download the Media Plugin to get to the radio show. You did? Okay. You know what? I'll tell you what. If you can do me a favor, if you can just kind of put this in, in the form of an email, and then let me get to HP for you. Okay, let, let, okay. And, and I'll try to find out what the issue is and how do you uninstall it and how does that affect it. Because I'm a little concerned about having yes, you uninstall exactly. something that may cause you not to watch listen to any media files. Because yeah, it might also it. remove the codec that she needs to play DVDs. Right. right. Okay, there's, there's one other thing I've had, and that's with the fingerprint reader. Um, and as I said, I went through to uh, Tech Republic and everything else. They tell me it is a HP a fingerprint player, uh, and I am not able to control that. I actually did, they actually reinstalled everything for me, and it set up, and then, uh, I mean, the, the Circuit City did. Mm -hmm. And then I went back, and I went to set it up, and it would only take two fingers, and then it would only take one finger, and now neither one of those are working. You know, I have to tell you, I used that. It was Microsoft came out with the fingerprint reader, mm -hmm. and I used it for about two weeks without great success. Gee, I used mine for five days and took uninstalled oh, and you took it. it yeah. off? Okay. Yeah. So I just don't think they're quite as, you know, I put as you suggested, Carlin, you, you put your finger in and it doesn't read it right, and then you try another finger and yeah. it didn't read right. I completely took it off and uninstalled it. It just didn't think it was ready for prime time. They're not Andy? very reliable because they yeah. use the inexpensive models. Now, if you had a CIA-quality one, that would Well, work. yeah, there you oh, yeah, go. Well, that's true. But they're a little more. One, yeah, I don't one. think you're going to have great success with that thing. and they haven't. In fact, I haven't even seen one. No, I I haven't was this a new one. computer? Yeah, it was a new computer. And they they gave that to you with it? Yes. Uh, I'd be inclined just to take it off. I mean, are you worried about security? Or did you do like I did because I thought it was a cool toy? <laughs> it's, it's easier to use that than to put in a 
to put in your command. Yeah, if you're having issues with it. And this password system is driving me crazy, too, this VeriSign thing. Uh, What What browser are you using? What, what? Which browser are you using? I'm using Firefox. Okay, you know, and do you have Firefox remember your passwords? Yes, but VeriSign still comes up. And it wants to, wants me to go through that to log in, and then I get this other little one that wants me to re-put my password in. And Well, is it asking for a master password? One of them is asking for a master password, and the other one is asking for the, uh, the local password for whatever I'm trying to get in. Okay, well, your master password should be a function of Firefox, and that will unlock access to every password that you've had memorized by Firefox. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can remember that, right? Yeah. Well, so I, do, I, do I need to do that through Firefox then? Yeah, I'd go through Firefox and Options. Okay. And take a look at what you've got going under the security panel there. Okay. Good. And then go ahead and drop me an email on the HP issue. And, and Carl, it is Carlin, right? Carlin, yeah. Carlin, yeah, Carlin, and I will find out for you exactly what you need to do there. I'll get to HP and let you know. Okay, thank you very much, Mark. And thank you for thank calling, you for calling in. Carlin. We really appreciate it. And Andy and Marcia. <laughs> <laughs> got the whole team here. Uh, great. Andy, you will let me know when you have to go because I'd love you to stay with us if you can. Sure, I'm here. Okay, great. Let's go to uh, Bob out in Jacksonville. How are you, Bob? Okay, I probably got an easier question for you. A friend of mine just gave me a notebook that's about two years old in Apple. I've never used Apple before, mm-hmm. and I'm really I'm used to the mouses. So if I go buy a mouse, will I be able to right click with that, or or is there a way to right click with Apple? You know what? I hate the Apple mouse. I, I think that but of all the things reg- he, he can use a regular. Use yeah, I was going to say the Apple mouse is just not, in my opinion, a particularly good mouse. You go out and get yourself a USB. Uh, Logitech mouse and it'll work perfectly well. And I can right click. Is that you can. Is that doable? Okay. That, can you, Andy? I didn't, you can do that on a Mac, on a Mac, on an Apple I don't computer. Think you, you can. can I don't think the operating it. system accepts right click. You can't. Right oh wait, click. the right click. I'm sorry. Wait, let me think for a yeah, second. Yeah, I need Andy on my side here. No, yeah, no, no, no. You can't <laughs> right click. I'm trying to think. You can only do the left click on the. Exactly. Okay. Well, then I stand corrected. It's a different so. operating system, but you can use just about any mouse, right, Andy? Um, yes, you can. You can use a USB mouse. I don't know about that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to download some pictures. I used to right-click to do that. So how do I do that with the notebook? You mean with the Apple? Yes, if you uh, right-click, you will get a menu pop-up. On the Apple? On the Apple. Well, how do you right-click on an Apple? You're just saying that the right-click doesn't uh, work on Wait a minute. What do you do? Because I've done this. I did this a few weeks ago on an, Apple? on an Apple, and I did download pictures. Now, isn't there a way that you can hold a button down on the yeah. keyboard for the Apple and then click, and that's the same as a right click? That little control funny-looking button. You know, I tell you what, Bob, I've got an I've got a, a Mac here, a MacBook. Can you drop me an email, and yes, I'll play sir. around with it? And I have both kinds of um, – I have a Logitech mouse that I can plug in. I also have the Apple, and I can try it when we get off the air and drop you an email about it. I appreciate it. Okay, just send it to Mark, M-A-R-C, and Marsha at gmail.com, and I'll play around with my Mac and see. So you just basically want to you, you want to do the same thing you used to do with Windows, which is right-click, open your files. Yeah, there is a way I can do it. I know you can, Mark, and if you get it for him, he'll have it. Okay, I'll get that for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like the show. Oh, thank, thank you, Bob. So how's your weather out in Jacksonville? Oh, not too bad. A little chilly today, but, well, you know, spring's around the corner. we got these college kids coming down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Spring break. Spring break. Woohoo! <laughs> Exciting for me. I'm going to go down and join them. 
Yes, sir. Hey, Bob, thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, and if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. So, Andy, I wanted to ask you just a couple things here. Sure. I noticed in your new books, aside from TiVo for Dummies and Windows for Dummies, you do upgrading and fixing PCs. Yes. Now, do you really do a lot of that yourself? Do you recommend that people do a lot about it? Or did you just kind of write the book for those of us who insist on doing it? Well, I am, I am a tinkerer by, by nature, and so I like taking PCs apart. And uh, I built the PC for Vista from scratch just so I'd have more control over what parts are going inside of it. And um, I do recommend that people upgrade their their PC themselves, as long as they've got a, a book or something that will help guide like them book. through it. Well, my book would always uh, help people in that area. <clears throat> yes, of course. Uh, no, but I think it gives people a sense of empowerment over their PC that they don't really feel until they've actually opened the case up and replaced a part. Because no, so many I, people I are terrified of doing something wrong and, and ruining it. But and it's I funny, to... I, used to, I used to do what you call computer surgery. I used to get under the desk. I was fixing and replacing and adding boards. And, yeah. You know, I finally decided I didn't want to do that anymore until I started this project with this old laptop that I found because I wanted to make it a Wi-Fi station for the Internet for somewhere in the house. And I think that most people don't realize that it's not as difficult as you think it is swapping out parts on a computer. Exactly. Yeah, it's, PCs are kind of like uh, Volkswagens, you see, right. you know, where, where the parts are all standardized. So it's uh, easy to find them, and they're easy to just slip in and then tighten the screw. So give us some tips for making your Windows machine run better. Well, probably um, upgrading the memory would be a good starting point. And uh, that's something you can do by going online to the memory vendors, and they've got a little program you can download and run on your PC. It reads the, the memory you have. It reads the motherboard's capacity, and it tells you exactly what type of memory you need, and then you just click the button to buy it, and they mail it to you. They have that on the Kingston site, don't they? Yeah, yeah Kingston, Kingston memory, I think, yeah. is crucial as well. Right, correct. And then once you and get the memory... Go, I was going to say, how much memory do you recommend? Um, I'd recommend at least two gigabytes. That's what we normally recommend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but you can always go more. Right. But I think yeah, two more is, is always better. Yeah, two is a good starting point. And also with Vista, especially, a new um, video card can really speed things up. Uh, a new video card? and Yeah, those now, get I, a little pricey. And they do get pricey, and the better ones, you know, and how much memory on a video card do you recommend? it? Let's say you're a gamer. Uh, for a gamer? Gosh, um, I'm not much of a gamer, but I'd say... Uh, 512, that's not mm -hmm. about right? Yeah, that sounds about right. That's I have to tell you, Andy, it's, it's just, you know, I keep talking about this computer Mark has here. It's like got the carbon fiber and the carbon trim and the Oof. copper, you know, and it says X something or other on the side. I mean, it's really a gamer's computer. Probably got exhaust pipes. It does, absolutely, and little lights around the bottom, the whole thing. You like that, huh? Yeah, it's very cool. You're such a guy. <laughs> well, of course, it has to look cool. And then, so we've got memory, we've got uh, a video card, what else? Well, those are the two main ones that I'd recommend for then, uh, for Vista, yeah. And what do you do with your computer? That key, I mean, how often do you defrag your computer? Well, Vista does it automatically in the background, so you don't need to worry about it. And um, with XP, I defragment it maybe once a year or so. Really? That's, That's like all you me. do? Thank it, you. Yeah, I've got a a pretty big hard drive, and so you know, there's a lot of space on there for storing things. But when I notice it getting slow or uh, you know acting up, I'll defragment it just to make exactly. sure that that's not the problem. 
Because we're not gamers. You know, we're not constantly right. installing all well, kinds yes, of weird stuff Well, yes, that's true. I install and remove and take off a lot of stuff. I run a program, Disk Keeper, which I like a lot, that actually runs, they have a set and forget memory setting so that when the screensaver goes on, it defrags the computer. Yeah, that's yeah. handy. And I like that. Okay, so we got defragging, we've got video card, we got memory. Anything else you would recommend? Let me ask you, what antivirus program do you use? Well, people aren't going to want to hear this, but I don't use an antivirus program. Really? Yeah. I, okay. I've never had a virus in, in you know almost 20 years of computing. Thank you, Andy. And what I'm, because I don't want to bore our listeners, but I'll email you about what I use. Well, we'll talk. And, and actually, yeah. Andy, do you have to go or can you stay with us? No, I, I, I'm still here, but I think the main thing is just not to open every email you receive. Duh. If it's right. something that you're not expecting and it's got an attachment to it, you just delete it. Exactly. You know? and, and so you missed an email. If it's important, someone will resend it. Well, it's, that's interesting. And, and I think the reason that most people do use them is because no matter how careful you think you are, you and I and Marsha, we're all computer-type people, but a lot of people go, ooh, I just got a happy birthday greeting. Oh, yeah, there's a you Hallmark e-card waiting for me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I think that you're right though because I've never had a virus. I do use antivirus myself. I test a lot of different programs, but I think you're right. I you the average person probably if they just took care would not ever need an antivirus. Yeah, Andy, I use a little USB flash computer. It's a little Linux computer called a Yogi that routes all my internet traffic through this USB flash drive. So oh. we're going to All right, well we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Ken, stay with us. We're going to take your call next and Andy, uh, I'm glad you can stay with us. We'll talk some more about your books and such. And uh, do not leave us for a minute. We will be right back with some more really cool stuff. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Trying to sell an item on eBay but haven't had any bidders? Has your business embraced eBay as a sales tool but hasn't seen profits? Perhaps it's the pictures you're using. To give your product pictures a boost, all you have to do is bling it. Bling it is a software tool that turns average digital photos into ready-for-eBay product shots. With just a few clicks, Blingit creates photos that look like they were shot by a professional photographer. Online entrepreneurs who bling their product shots have found that their photos garner more attention, helping move saleable products that have gone unsold for months, even increasing achieved sales prices by up to 20%. With Blingit, you too can jumpstart your business and turn your products to gold in mere minutes. All you have to do is Blingit. Download your free trial of Blingit at blingit.us. That's B-L-I-N-G-I-T dot U-S. The future of radio is on the Internet, and WS Radio is leading the way. The Internet has continued to grow at an impressive rate, and Web 2.0 is expanding into automobiles, allowing drivers to be able to listen to Internet radio through voice activation. WS Radio has been broadcasting since 2001, growing to over 120 shows, and we're now franchising. Set up your own local Internet radio station in your city or town anywhere across the nation. Headquartered in San Diego, WS Radio has set up remote studios all over the world, from Australia to England. Our franchising model provides turnkey solutions and back-end production by our highly trained WS Radio staff. 
from setting up the station to sales training. We'll help you every step of the way. Learn more. Log on to www.bestinternetfranchise.com. That's bestinternetfranchise.com. Own your own local internet radio station. We have all lost a close relative or friend, a mother or father, grandparent or good friend that made a difference in our lives. As painful as it is to lose a loved one, it can also be a time to celebrate a life. To remember and honor them, we would like to introduce a new concept called In Loving Memory Radio, an hour-long Internet radio show allowing family and friends to call in from around the world. During the live broadcast, they can share stories and memories for the world to hear. The show streams live on WS Radio and is archived for listening on demand 24-7. It includes audio CDs to be cherished forever. Sometimes it's not possible for everyone to attend a funeral or memorial. In Loving Memory Radio allows family and friends to participate. It also creates a lasting legacy for future generations to appreciate. Learn more by logging on to InLovingMemoryRadio.com That's InLovingMemoryRadio.com The team at eBay Radio focuses on helping you make the most of your sales on eBay. In fact, that's what the show is all about. We sell on eBay ourselves, so we understand your interest level in seeking out the very best and latest information to help you sell on eBay. To that end, we have recently brought together 10 of the top sellers on eBay. We ask each of them to give us five of their best-selling tips based on their years of experience. We're pleased to announce that all 50 tips are now available to listen to for free and on demand 24-7 at 50sellingtips.com. That's 50sellingtips.com. We wanted to learn from the best, and these experts collectively have over 100 years of selling experience on eBay. It's a gift from our eBay radio team to you, and it's free for the listening. So take your eBay selling to the next level. Learn from the experts who've been there, done that. 50sellingtips.com To be successful selling on eBay or anywhere online, you must find the products at wholesale prices through dependable suppliers. You need OneStopProductSourcing.com Created by the product sourcing editor for eBay Radio, Worldwide Brand CEO Chris Malta, OneStopProductSourcing.com is complete with the tools and information you need. You'll save time because Worldwide Brands checks out thousands of wholesalers willing to work with eBay and online sellers. This new site offers an online directory for millions of products from dependable wholesalers. From drop shippers to light bulk wholesalers, the directory is constantly updated. OneStopProductSourcing.com is the world's largest database for e-commerce wholesalers. Check out the free preview at OneStopProductSourcing.com. That's OneStopProductSourcing.com. They've already done the work for you. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are you endlessly frustrated about how little you understand about your computer, your word processor, or perhaps you'd just like to sell some cool stuff on eBay? Are you afraid that reading tech books would be just as hard as learning how to work that device or software? Enter the 4Dummies series – 
you know that they make great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn just about anything in the universe. Books like Laptops for Dummies, Flipping Houses for Dummies, Windows Vista for Dummies, or even, you know, eBay for Dummies. This March is Dummies Month, and they make everything easier. Buy any Dummies book in the month of March and get $5 back. Go to your local bookseller, Amazon.com, or any online seller and buy one of your fa- on your favorite topic. Just buy the book, go to www.dummies.com, and print out the rebate form and mail it in. At dummies.com, you can find an endless number of dummies books on just about any topic. With over 1,000 topics to choose from, there's a dummies book for you and every member of your family. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. I know you're going to love it. And you are. And uh, we have Andy Rathbone with us, author of many of the Windows uh, books, Upgrading and Fixing no, PCs. Dummies books. Dummies books for for about Windows. <laughs> yeah, dummies books for Windows. Or well, TiVos. Or TiVos, yeah. Or TiVos. Now, or anything we get else started, that comes I, along. I don't want to um, tell everyone to, to take off their security software and uh, right. get rid of their antivirus program. There's four things you should do. First, you should always back up your computer with yep. an automated program. Second, you have Windows Update set to patch automatically right. so that when you know patches come out, the holes will be plugged and the, the bad guys can't get in. Three, you have a router between your computer and the Internet, mm-hmm. and that makes your computer, it gives it a buffer so that uh, people can't go directly to your computer from the Internet. And four, you know how to look at your router logs, and so you can tell if you do get something in there, you'll see suspicious activity, a bunch of um, IP ad- addresses are trying to connect to your computer or your computer sending out a lot of information that uh, it, it doesn't usually send out. So if you meet those four qualifications, then I'd say you can dump your um, antivirus program, and uh, you'll be amazed at how much faster your computer Oh, runs. you're right. I agree with you. You want to, Marsha, before well, we go I wanted to, to Andy, I just wanted to ask you, what about the router logs? What should we look for in there? Well, um, you should look for uh, uh, the router logs are just a bunch of numbers, which uh, the IP addresses which your computer is connected to, whether they're incoming connections or outgoing connections. And if you see a whole bunch of incoming connections coming to your computer all of a sudden when you're not, you don't think mm-hmm. you're on the Internet, you don't think you're doing anything, that's suspicious. Or when you see a bunch of um, um, the same number appearing all the time in the router logs, that's suspicious as well. Interesting. I, I always and you use... can block those individually, can't you? You can, yeah. And there's a program I use called Wall Watcher, which has a, an analyze program feature built in. You click on analyze, and it shows you a chart, and it shows your normal usage as a, as a bar chart. And when you see spikes in that bar chart, then you go, "Oh my gosh, something weird Something's out of the on. ordinary is happening on that on that day." And that gives you an idea that something may be um, inside your computer that's that shouldn't be. Uh, all right, and let's go to the phones and go to Ken. Ken, is that Independence, Missouri you're in? Yes, it is. Well, welcome to the show and delighted to have you with us. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I've been following, well, I met Marcia about uh, six months ago on PBS. That's right. Oh, thank you. And I've emailed her a couple times. I bought a couple of her books already. I'm getting ready to buy another one. Wow. Thank that's you. Very I cool. have a new book coming out in May called eBay Power Seller Business Practices, which that's is going to be I a want. real good one. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You met Marcia and you're still listening to our show? That was really no, I haven't oh. met Marcia. I've seen her on oh. TV. I would love to oh, meet okay. you all. All uh, right. If, well, in fact, if you... you all come back out to Independence, look me up, and I'll take you out to dinner. Hey, there you go. Uh, we have uh, we have got to go to a break, a quick break here. But uh, Ken, can you stay with us because I yeah. wanted to get your call in? No and Andy, problem. how are you on time? No, I'm doing great. Okay, okay. great. Uh, yeah, and now I'll tell you what, Ken. If you in, in what, what's your favorite food down there in Independence? It's got to be barbecue. What are you talking? Oh, I, I, I throw a mean chicken. Do you? Uh, there chicken. you go. 
I mean, if if we fly out there, are you going to make us lunch? Hey, and dinner? I'm always oh, going to Missouri all I the time. I can do that. You can do that. All right, we will consider that. I do all the cooking. I, I do 100 percent of the cooking. Do you? Yes. And uh, no I'm one's died, hungry. right? Uh, no, my dog even loves it. <laughs> That's <laughs> the prime test. There you go. Well, uh, tell us your question real quick, and then we'll answer it when we come back. Uh, well, it, it just happened to me today uh, as far as just on the windows, but my computer just keeps on rebooting. And today it just happened when I was just getting ready to try to get onto the show. It took me 20 minutes to get on. Uh, just to reboot. Okay, well, okay, that, there's a number of things this, that, yeah. uh, that could be an issue. So when we come back from break, we'll uh, talk to you about what those are. Uh, if you want to call us, we're at 877-473-3302, or you can call us internationally at 858-678-8958. Great stuff ahead. Don't leave us. Buy of the week. I'm Marsha Collier, along with Mark Cohen on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. John, look here. Charlie's company's in the news again. Great. How's he get all that publicity? I don't know, but you better find out his secret. It's no secret. Countless articles in the media are generated by press releases, and Charlie knows to put his releases on PR Newswire. PR Newswire gives your business or association the greatest chance of getting press coverage by delivering your news electronically to major media like the Associated Press, Reuters and Bloomberg, and to more than 3,600 websites like Google, MSN and Yahoo, where millions can see your press release immediately. PR Newswire is teamed up with WS Radio to offer a free PR toolkit with press release writing tips and distribution information. Plus, WS Radio listeners get a free 12-month membership to PR Newswire, valued at $125. Visit FreePRTools.com and join PR Newswire today. That's FreePRTools.com.